Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. You can still claim your free audiobook when you sign up to a free one-month trial of the Audible service when you go to audible.co.uk slash footballramble. You might choose Pete's favourite audiobook, Bright Lights, Big City by Jay McEnany, or you might choose Luke's favourite audiobook, Digital Fortress by Dan Brown, or one of nearly 60,000 titles. Go and claim your free audiobook at audible.co.uk slash footballramble now. Fifty-four forty-six is our number, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. My name's Marcus, and I've got Jim with me. Hello, Pete. Hello, Marcus Speller. Luke. All right. How are we, chaps? Everybody up for this? Yeah, well up for it. Damn. Just had a lovely muffin, thanks. Good. What was in it? Chockies. 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 Right. Yeah. Who from the world of football would you like to see become president of the United States of America, Jim? <laughs> uh, well, I'll go for someone who's got a little bit of political experience. Yes. In. America, the South America. Oh, uh, Romario, excellent, obvious, yeah, you know, strong star, better sensible. than Romney. Sensible, <laughs> yeah, I'll put that out there. Romario, <laughs> it's a sensible choice. You know. could, yeah. you, could you imagine the state the world would be in within a week? It'd be class. He'd have declared war on Argentina. Uh, mm. it, it'd be incredible. Yeah, yeah it, it genuinely would. Uh, and, and you know, he would obviously win by lots of votes. Of course, he would. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's happened before, hasn't it? Yeah. Do you think Romario is a Republican or a Democrat? I'd go a Republican. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. he might be as well. I think he's a, he'd. Make, I think he would talk a Democrat's game. Knee-jerk decisions. He would talk a Democrat's game, but he'd be a Republican. Yeah. And him and his buddy Babette would be good at kissing the babies because they could. Oh make, yeah, they could kind of rotate the babies. Who was towards the third mouth. one? Who was the third one? It's, um, it was. Um, Who was it? My head saying Maris. Thiago's dad. Yes. What's his name? What is his name? Marcelino, not Marcelino. You get Mazzino. Mazzino, that's it. Yeah, ah, uh, no bonus go. points that, this week. That boy who they the better and Mario were doing the thing for. Isn't, night, he, a, isn't he a footy player? Yeah, I think now. he plays for he plays for a Brazilian team now. I think he's seventeen. I love that. Yeah, that's that's right. Right. yeah we talked life. about that before. Yeah. So if, we, if we've learnt one thing, it's that time carries on. But we haven't found <laughs> out who Pete would choose for American president from the world of football. Yeah, I was going to go for. I, I was trying to toss around the words uh, Ronaldinho because he got bad teeth and ro- the the presidentist, but it doesn't really work. <laughs> no. So I've gone for um, Joey Barton, like a kind of minister of arts kind of uh, vibe. He'd get kind of pro- you know propelled into mm. the seat through that basically. <laughs> yeah, it's so, better yeah. than Jan Vanegor Hesselink. <laughs> yeah, let's put that out there. <laughs> The third one was <laughs> okay. Um, well, Thiago's uh, dad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're currently second. Yeah, uh, Luke. Bear in mind, neither of those two are actually eligible for not even being American citizens. Not the point. Okay, it is as you well know. You, know. you can I'll be naturalised. I'm going for Giuseppe Rossi. 
Oh, because he's yeah. from New Jersey I love the idea of a footballer being from New Jersey <clears throat> I thought you were going to go Landy Cakes for a minute no Giuseppe yeah. Rossi because he's so from New Jersey with his accent and stuff I like I mean it's <clears> difficult <throat> to remember fully because he's been injured for about 14 seasons yeah. but I like the idea of like him running through on goal and the midfielder not playing the ball through and he just turns around and goes what you can't play a through ball now you can't <laughs> play a fucking through ball what the fuck is this <laughs> I'm the goddamn president <laughs> yeah <laughs> and, oh. and, and so that's mine okay. it's actually got me thinking of Americans Bruce Arena Mm. President Arena, thank you very much. <laughs> that's amazing. <Yeah. laughs> president Keller, he's got a ring to it. Yeah, that's decent. Casey Keller sounds like a, like an American president. Yeah. And for the period between them actually getting it, mm. so in November through to I think it's January or February when they actually become the president, yeah. they're president elect, aren't they? Mm. President elect Arena. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> that actually wasn't my answer, I just thought that there. Uh, big Sam. Mm. Really? Oh, he's a big boy, isn't he? He's a, he's a big so country he, man. Because he's fat, he could be <laughs> president of America. No, it works for me. No, but he's, he thinks he should be at a club like Real Madrid. So if he was into politics, he would be running a country like America. Yeah, mm. um, true. Is there a football called oh, Chad? Chad? Uncle Sam. I mean, Big Sam. Yeah, yeah. that works. True. <laughs> true. Yeah. Chad. Anyone? Like, yeah, Chad. He's um, just saying America. That's another names. country. Yeah. No, I was just, is there a football called Chad? Uh, no, I no. don't know. Can we talk about this later? <laughs> <laughs> I thought this is what we were here for. Pete Donaldson <laughs> hasn't won the points, ladies and gentlemen. I won them last week and see how I'm following it up with a win. Magic. He's got the point. I will give it to Jim. Yeah. yeah. Give it to Jim. I you really Romario. This. Romario, indeed. Right then. Uh, enough of that nonsense. Let's go to the Premier League where Manchester United beat Arsenal 2 1. Robin Van Persie. It was inevitable, wasn't it, Jim? Yeah, <laughs> it really, really was. To the point, it was almost nice to have it over with. Cheers, Thomas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was an awful start. Uh, Rooney then missed a penalty. Terrible penalty. Mm. Uh, Ever scored. Well, terrible. He screwed it, but you can see what he's trying. He'd to miss, do, if the goalkeeper he? wasn't there, it wouldn't have been a goal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got me now, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he That's true. Uh, Chad. Tiago's <laughs> <laughs> <Just Thiago's> dad. <laughs> um, uh, he, he, indeed. Uh, Wilshire was sent off because all scored, have mm, What happened? Yeah, um, indeed. And I've just gone of, through it all. <laughs> not, bit of nonsense at half time of Andre Santos and Van Persie. There was. Did that annoy you? Um, I didn't actually notice it at the time, weirdly. Um, yeah. But it, it's all down to a difference in culture, isn't it? Apparently, that's quite normal in Brazil that players who are friends will swap shirts out at half time and they'll do it on the pitch, and that's normal. Uh, it is a bit annoying, but. You can't really it's not blame why they him lost the game. No. You can't really blame him for not knowing that, you know, because he's from a different culture where they don't well, do that and he didn't know it. Players he doesn't do seem to better get his head around much stuff. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> what's really, what's really like. sad about this is that you know he's a really sort of fun character because he has his own, very much has his own interpretation of what the sport is, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, which is, which is entertaining to watch. But he's played really badly, and this hasn't helped lately. I think he'll probably be gone before. You're more long. of a wing back, aren't you, Andrew? No, I'm a wing up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bang. The, the talk in the papers today was that he's apologised personally to Wenger and like it, the news story I read it didn't, it didn't make it abundantly clear but it sort of imp implied that he'd volunteered to be dropped for the Schalke game yeah. well, which is just really depressing on, on, on form though I mean he, he should be dropped anyway the talk that Vermaelen will start against Schalke tonight um, and that's not ideal is it and Vermaelen's been awful as well he's made a lot of mistakes this season of directly Schalke a good team going forward yeah well. I, I'm fearful of well as we much. saw already yeah. but it's, it's like what I do at like half time on Sunday league I sort of take my shirt uh, I'll untuck my shirt unfurl the uh, the arms in it and maybe undo my um, shoelaces as well just to give the sort of sense that if I do get subbed at half time 
I don't look bothered. I'm expecting it, basically. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah it's yeah, kind of yeah. like, yeah, I, yeah, I knew you were going to do that anyway. So, yeah, hope you're I mean, you're a real alpha male, aren't you, Pete? It's a, really, it's a little bit <laughs> like to the mind of a winner. Really. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it really is. He backs himself, Donaldson. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what about with Jack Wilshire? Was it, was it good to see him back? It, well, no, sorry, he was back the other week, of course, but well, a bit more well, lively. But the, Obviously, when any player's been out for such a long time, there's a worry they're going to sort of um, take it easy when going into challenges. Yep. <laughs> Not with Jack! You don't know Jack literally. He's got tree trunks for legs. Now. He's obviously spent a lot of time in the gym during his rehabilitation. He looks absolutely massive. Um, but yeah, I mean, Arsenal were just poor, really. That was uh, three yards for Jack Wilshere, really. He got let off on the booking. He did. Yeah. And then he went through him again, and that was that. I mean, last season, it, obviously, the same fixture was 8 2, and Arsenal were taken apart. But, you know, the, the, there were circumstances around that where, you know, they mm. didn't have many fit players, a lot of injuries, um, players hadn't been signed in time and whatnot. This time, you know, they're, they're pretty much, you know, a, a much more deep squad available which yeah. just did, again didn't compete you know obviously it's nowhere near the same scale but the bottom line is they didn't compete never looked like winning the game Cthulhu's shot was the only shot we had on target during the whole game that was injury time when, it, when mm. the game's already over and we're down to 10 <coughs> um, so yeah it's just poor Arsenal in a bit of a slump it's at like the moment positive, really, really are. it's like positive as Monone. I thought he played quite well well he did yeah but you know that, that's you know, it's a silver but lining watching, sure. watching them at one all uh, sorry at one nil it looked like uh, Arsenal just looked like they were like three nil down they, mm. just, they, they, they didn't look like they were ever, yeah, ever going to get back in the game creative right. spark has gone out of them it, it seems to be there for the start of the season but Wenger's got some real work to do because I mean I think there's a danger with Arsenal because for so many seasons they've looked like they wouldn't finish in the top four and then they've done it um, either sort of you know powered through to sort of comfortably finished there or scraped it there's almost a new danger of complacency that that will happen you know yeah, like they, got into anyway. this, yeah, they got into this situation by being complacent anyway I, th- I, I, I sort of agree with what Pete said I, and I'd like to extend that narrative around the game itself because beforehand Ferguson's comments in the pre-match were really interesting he said something like, I forget what he exactly said but it was something along the lines of oh yeah this game could be sort of tricky for us and so, well, you would never imagine something about Arsenal no, in no, years no. gone by. Then, then the footage in the tunnel. Now, I'm not suggesting the cliched idea that you have to be pumped and really focused and and you know cage tigers and the tunnel for a game. But sometimes, if you think back over the years, some of those United Arsenal games, oh, yeah. you could cut the tension with a fucking cricket stump. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. And and they were laughing and joking. United were laughing and joking to me. It looked like, and maybe I'm painting this on them because of the result. But they knew they were going to win. And Arsenal just didn't look bothered. Mm. And after the game, um, Ferguson seemed almost quite surprised that like that like it had been so easy for them. And um, one thing I would say is that um, cleverly should have gone as well. Yeah. He should have been sent off. He was given the benefit of doubt. Yeah. Uh, on a booking, he probably should have been sent off as well. But mm. I don't know if that would have made too much, made too much difference to be honest. Well, Man have gone, uh, Manchester United have gone top of the league, and Arsenal down in seventh and nine points behind them. I mean, after ten games, is Arsenal's title challenge over? Four wins in ten games suggests so. But I, th- I think that you know, title challenge as we've been term for so so long, it's only ever something that's maybe a sort of wide-eyed, optimistic idea at the start of the season, yeah. and then this sort of form comes and it all becomes clear. Now, traditionally, in recent seasons, Arsenal have had a very very rough November, and it's begun in the same way. They Need to arrest the slump now. Get out of it if they want to sort of get into that top four because it's. I felt a bit. I felt a bit um, sorry for Andre Santos just as well because mm, of course. he didn't seem to get an awful lot of support. Was it Podolski playing in front of him? Yeah, Podolski yeah, did, didn't help. No, him it was almost like he was doing an Arshavan impression. Mm. But I mean, the forward line for Arsenal were just barely involved because they, they just you know 
they were just shackled completely. Mm. United didn't seem to break into a sweat really. Mm. It, was, it wasn't a great game, was it? No, but but United did go top uh, one point above Chelsea, who drew away to Swansea. Mm. Victor Moses scored um, a nice one. I liked it because it was uh, two headers. It was a set up from Cahill. Yeah. No, didn't mean to set him up, of course. Nice to see the ball bounce off two heads and in. I said before the game actually on Twitter that it was a chance for uh, Moses to, 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 to make an impression because he's not played as much as he would have liked to. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> he did, and yeah, fair play to him. Mm. I thought Hernandez was excellent for Swansea. He was superb, wasn't he? It was a great goal. Five and a half million. He's a Spanish international. Yeah, yeah he's, he's played um, a, few, a few times for Spain. Great winger. Yeah, I think he's that was a great sign of him. Yeah, we'd hit a bit of a slump, wouldn't he, at Valencia? Of course. So you know, um, it's a great bit of business. Almost Allardyce esque from yeah. his Bolton days. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it was a good point for Swansea because they've they've had a slightly different um, start to the season, but a, a point against the team who were top. Um, Champions of Europe As they mm. like to remind everybody It's not quite, a bit better from, from Laudrup's men Quite ambivalent about Swansea Because on one hand I sort of think that they, they might struggle In the second season In the Premier League uh, And then you sort of You can point to <coughs> things that, that has happened to them Whether well, it, it looks like they may, have, they may be doing that But at the same time They lost their manager lost, mm. As we said before Lost a yeah, decent lost part of their team That's like, right And so They're actually doing okay That's an incredible result that's oh, great Brilliant for them, yeah. for them. And yeah. to fight back as well from, yeah. as I say, the, the, the side who um, have won eight of the first ten games. Sorry, seven of the first ten games. They're the form team of the Premier League, Chelsea. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. So and it's, it's, one, it's one of those ones where I think that once Laudrup's got, I don't know, maybe 20 games under his belt, I think the the, the crowd will start to feel a little less uneasy about yeah. him being in, in the fall. Because he is one of those people that people think that he's just going to leave if, <laughs> yeah. if they have five results in a row that it you know, doesn't go their way. And he only loves, he only loves things... To an extent where he loves them, just slightly less than he loves himself. <laughs> He's never going to fall in love with anyone apart from himself. Yeah. Well, what about former Swansea man um, uh, Martinez now at Wigan? Of course, his men had a brilliant win at Spurs. Yeah, and deserved. They, did, they played really well too. I mean, they they looked like the, the Wigan of late on in the season. That's right. I didn't see that game, but I mean, I, I mean, given that in the years gone past, Spurs' results against lower league relegation threatened teams has really let them down. That's a, mm. that, I mean, you yeah, actually, that out I think that's that. the trouble for, for Spurs, isn't it? That Wigan winning their one 0 it doesn't massively surprise you. No, you they, just li- they will Spurs. get into really good form and then lose a stupid game. Yeah, yeah. like they did against Norwich at home last season. Mm. Exactly the same sort of thing. Uh, but you know, credit to Wigan as well oh, because they, they yeah. found their form again. I mean, losing a player like Victor Moses, you know, it's going to make a big difference. Yeah. You know, and Roddy yeager has gone as well. Like so it's quite a different team so maybe it's just taking them a little while to kind of find their feet again and for the system to sort of be kind of clicked back into uh, into gear with the new players but they were really really they're good they're knocking it around very nicely yeah mm-hmm. and, well, they always do to be fair yeah that's was, was, was right yeah. I mean, Watson scored the goal what was this start match of the day is he the first Englishman to score in 2012 for them yeah something like that bloody yeah, hell that's good really yeah. good fact nice little factoid there um, elsewhere in London Fulham drew 2 all with Everton good game. A, a good game Everton oh they should have won mm. I mean, if you look at Everton they're fourth in the league on 17 points to 7 behind Manchester United I mean, Moyes, you know, he was sick to the back teeth of that. Sh- that I mean, that should have been three points there. And he yeah. said recently that he feels this is his best Everton side. They've drawn their last four, I think. Um, OK, fair enough, there was um, the Merseyside derby. Uh, draw away to QPR, that game there. They, they should have four more points, really. I mean, they should be on 21, just three behind Manchester United, I would have thought. I think Everton did play well. But I also, also think, especially this season... Uh, you go to Fulham you've got to be on your game you've got mm. to be defensively very solid because they score goals all over the place they've scored 21 goals already this season mm. you know, so you're always going to concede by look at when you go to Fulham um, and they went a goal down didn't they even though they were battering them that's right yeah uh, and, they, and, the, and obviously they couldn't, they couldn't see it out um, 
but you know, I, I think Fulham Everton. Fellaini looked imperious. Oh yeah, he's, 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 like he's been unplayable this season. It's so <laughs> nice to sort of see a player kind of n- not have the greatest like season last season and just really come into it and just mm. completely well, just. You mentioned the QPR game. We didn't have Fellaini in that game, and that's probably why. I didn't yeah, true. So, I mean, he's so hard to play against. He's so big. He's so skillful. He's so sort of just. Like get the f off me, sort of thing. Do you remind you of anyone? Um, the hair's you? there, pretty much. Yeah, it's me. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah um, Morales. Why does describe you? Imperious would not be the word. <laughs> Morales, um, as well, has continued his good. Run yeah, form. Um, good player. Yeah, it's, it just looked dangerous. It's, it's ridiculous that Everton didn't win that game. They, they, they really, really should. Fellaini had another good chance. The goalkeeper say very well, but yeah, it's, they just got stung. Didn't they? I, they I, I don't wish to patronise or anything, but it's just nice for Moyes because he's a stinking few years. Really, like, he's nothing so, yeah. to play with. But that's why it's such a shame <laughs> for them that they, they drop points there and, and, and have done because they, they're, they're you know they're fourth. They're, they're on seventeen points, five off Manchester City in third. Mm. Um, Fulham, Everton and West Brom are really shaking it up it's great to see yeah absolutely West Brom are excellent again it's great West for Brom. Steve Clark as well mm. you know god they were so I mean I know Southampton that utter shit yeah. but, but uh, well they dominated them though didn't they it really was proper did. stop it in yourself stuff yeah I mean Southampton can see 28 goals already this but time. Alden Wing is a very good player isn't he great player um, and they are um, exploiting his talents very well up there um, but what about Liverpool 1 Newcastle 1 um, two great goals Kabai mm. got us underway there Pete you enjoy that one yeah very good uh, kind of driven volley very yeah. nice but the uh, second's got to be the Suarez. goal of the season it's one, it's one of, the, it's one of yeah. the best first best first touch I've ever seen yeah. right. I it think Krull goes down very quickly I think he might I have, think Suarez um, gives him the eyes and swerves him down yeah. that's mm. the thing and Colacini's always going to get beaten for pace <laughs> whatever happens yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, lovely ball from Enrique as well yeah it was, it was excellent it was just all around a, a lovely bit of playing Suarez was just absolutely ridiculously good that day we were talking about Juan Mata the other week having one of the standout performances of the season so far I think Suarez probably topped it just yeah. how involved he was it just I mean he always is that's, that's how he plays but he just looks so dangerous and I think he was denied a legitimate penalty as well I think Colacini Took him down and like before he got sent off later on. Colchini um, Red was uh, was a nailed on one as well, wasn't it? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Mm. Yeah. Some, somebody made somebody made a really good point. Um, some, uh, a girl on Twitter, I can't remember blooming name now, but she was there. Uh, I don't know, but she uh, exactly. Said you don't consider girls to be as equal as, as boys <laughs> when it comes to football, so you didn't remember her name. I beg your pardon. <laughs> um, Ignoring. He said uh, Suarez looks like the. <laughs> Just looking at his face, Suarez looks like the sort of um, person who um, was breastfed until about ten years old. <laughs> I think well, he did. Joaquin was breastfed till he was nine, and he's got that kind <laughs> of look as well. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Oh, dear. Um, uh, something. That I want to change the subjects because uh, <laughs> you were breastfed until twelve. Because yeah. <laughs> I've just been breastfed. <laughs> yeah. I'm at Louis T at the moment. Yeah. Um, uh, it's enough for everyone. <laughs> Liverpool need a better second choice keeper do they not I don't think Rain has been that good no Brad mm. Jones I think he's okay isn't he? they need a better groundsman look at that sprinkler I live with the Middlesbrough fans <laughs> that Brad Jones doesn't get a good uh, right up at home that sprinkler was a good one yeah that was hilarious yeah. there's a man just oh, in the, yeah, just yeah, in the yeah, crowd yeah. going why me why me yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyone, if move anyone, mate just move just, just yeah. fucking well, move well they were trying to move if anyone did miss this some sort of <laughs> sprinkler cock up at Anfield meant that the sprinkler just shot its way into the crowd <laughs> but the guy stood it's part of a wider conspiracy it goes right to the top like, a, like a water canter now he was stood there like I'm a season to get older I don't expect this this is my seat 
Right. I don't know why he'd have a slight Cockney accent. <laughs> yeah. Well, he might. Well, yeah, that's true. Stuck in the Certainly, all the ones in the pub that I was watching the Newcastle match <laughs> certainly had Cockney accents. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, let's zoom off to the Championship, um, where Doogie Freeman's first game in charge of Bolton ended in a win two one against Cardiff. Great win, actually. Um, Bolton in seventeenth place with eighteen points. Um, Petrov looked great off the bench. Like, he did, really, yeah. really good. He's too good for that level. That's but right. are we surprised that Friedman went to Bolton? I think he thought that Bolton had a better chance of, of, of or a, a, effectively a bigger club. On where mm. he was saying one club's bigger than another, because sure. it's, it's pretty uh, subjective. But I think he thought that Bolton had the potential to do a lot better. Yeah, I think there's there's more stability at Bolton. And uh, also, by the way, Bolton are the most inconsistent team. Their last ten games have been uh, win, loss, win, loss, draw, loss, win, draw, mm. loss, win. Mm. I need to start putting results together. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Off the top of Got it written down here, Pete, actually. So, <laughs> That's research. Freeman's a real hero at Palace, though, so it's, it's always a shame to see yeah. that, that. And they're doing guy. well, yeah. What, they're third in the table? Yeah. They're third one point off the top. They beat Blackburn Rovers 2 1. Ian Holloway will take over the helm. 2 0, was it not? At Palace. 2 0, sorry, yeah. He called them uh, Barcelona, didn't he? Ian Holloway. <laughs> yeah, don't say that, Ian. Yeah, yeah he's. Clearly mistaken. <laughs> um, he'll be disappointed when he turns up, eh? Um, uh, Will Henningberg though, because he's going to Blackburn Rovers. He said yes. recently, yeah. Well, he, Henningberg said recently that it would be madness to work under Venkis and that no manager with credibility would go there. He's the only new Championship manager not to win this mm. uh, this, se- this this is it this season. No, this this week or whatever. They've changed like so many different managers. In I, don't, was he, I don't think he was in charge for that game though. Yeah, but he's joined, uh, hasn't he? Okay, like, right. Yeah. Those quotes sense. essentially him saying, "Look, Venkis, I'm available at a reasonable price." <laughs> it would appear. I spoke <laughs> to uh, Lars Simpson, the Norwegian guy, uh, football journalist, and he said about Henningberg. He, you know, he did a reasonably good job in Norway under difficult circumstances yeah. at Lillestrøm and Lynn before that. And he said that it's funny because it, he thinks that Chevy Singh's hired him because he thinks. Chevy Singh thinks he's this really forward-thinking one of these new breed of managers, and apparently he's not like that at all. Four-four-two, lump the ball up. Yeah, I mean, get it in the mixer. Because obviously Wolves have got Stolly Solback, and who is this sort of quite inventive style manager? But he's not like that at all. Apparently, apparently, Lars said to me he's a tactical pragmatist. Is that right? He said no nonsense, but limited defender, and you get the impression that's the kind of manager he'll also become. Tactical pygmy. So more good news, Blackburn fans. Absolutely. And also in the Championship, Millsborough had a great win away to Charlton four-one. They're Joint top with Cardiff. Uh, Probably Charlton down uh, in 21st, two points off the uh, relegation zone. Don't want to be there. Oh dear. All to play for. Um, it was FA Cup first round weekend. It was. Always nice to see. Uh, Pompey are out. Yeah, well, that's as sure as, as, sure as night follows day. Yeah. <laughs> 2008 FA Cup winners yeah. out in the first round, home to Notch County. So. Hartlepool are out as well, Pete. Yeah. Chesterfield, 6 1. Arsenal's still in gym. <laughs> yeah. uh, Where are your team? Ah. They're in the Scottish Cup. Well, I was about to say, we haven't got to the Cup, they're competing for, but first we go to the SPL. Now, before you go to Scotland, I just okay. wanted to say I was quite harsh on Barnet last week. I didn't properly realise that Davids has actually turned them around a little bit. They've been, they've been on a bit of a run. Hmm. Um, and they won again in the last league game away at uh, Chesterfield. Well done. Davids Davis played a whole game at the age of 49. Super. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Barnet fans. Yeah. Both of you got in touch and I feel quite bad. Our, our mutual friend Steve Harris is now doing the Barnet uh, television thing. So All right. There you go. See, so he'll be unhappy. Hello, yeah. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> SBL time. Uh, Dundee United 2, Celtic 2. The Celts were 2 0 up, but two goals in the last few minutes made sure the title race is as hot as it's ever been in Which Bonnie is Scotland. It's not that hot, is it? <laughs> it's warm. It's like one of those things you put in your pocket and you put it in the microwave and it is a little bit warm. Well, you yeah. say that, Peter, but after Hibs beat St Mirren 2-1, they're on the same points as Celtic. Where are the Gorgies? They're down in about eighth, aren't they? Yeah, the, the, yeah. Second, the second half of the season surge. <laughs> yeah. something we're all looking forward to. Inverness Cali, Aberdeen and St Johnson are all three points off the 
top. If Inverness Cali win this Bloody SPL, balls. would that be the greatest thing to ever happen in football? To, to ever happen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it would top Romario winning the presidential election yeah. in America yeah. at the ninth. And I think both are as likely. <laughs> we agree on that. To the Scottish Cup we march, um, where uh, I'm just a few results that, that, that stood out. Air two. Clack and a cudden one. <laughs> uh, Breacon two. Bonnie Rig Rose two. Come on, eh? Bonnie Rig Rose. Bonnie Rig Rose. The beacon of football. Yeah. It sounds like an old folk song about a woman called Rose from Bonnie Rig. It sounds like something Axel Rose would change his name to. <laughs> I think it's I lost like the, my heart to Bonnie Rig. I think it was like the dance. A dance. We're going to do the Bonnie Rig Rose. <laughs> yeah. Grab yourself three partners. <laughs> um, uh, Bucky Thistle nil. That sounds like a drink. Turriff United won. Bucky, the people from Bucky have got an amazing accent. If you ever, if you ever have a chance, bloody go there. But just for the just accent. For the what accent. is the accent? Uh, oh, like, it's it's oh, oh, it's kind it's of Chinese. Oh. Uh, do you know? <laughs> oh. <laughs> There's an element. Uh, you can't say email- it and not do it. No, so, no, I can't do it. I can't do it. Somebody email in if I've, to to clarify this, but I can remember it sounding like a mix between all sort of Scottish and Geordie. Right. Don't, yeah. I don't know why. Carlisle then. <laughs> no. No. Leave them, there. leave them alone, Peter. Anyway, <laughs> back to this cup. Um, Inveruri, Locos 3, Arbro 3. It's a great comeback from the Highland League side. Uh, Inveruri, as I'm sure you're all aware. Three goals down there were. Mm. Three, uh, Rangers 7, Alloa 0, and Cowden Beef 8, Vale of Leithen 1. Oh, I, I, do you know what? I'd love to go to Vale of Leithen. Mm. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like it'd be amazing. If, if it's not amazing, don't email me and tell me because I don't want the dream busted. Yeah. Uh, it, it's bound to be better than Cowden Beef. That whole. <laughs> Set of results was just like having a hike around the Highlands, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Heather's everywhere. Finished lovely off. sunset. Mountain ranges in the background. Yeah. Reliable it's dogs hanging it's out with you being your mate. Yeah. <laughs> it's great to see Calvin Beef getting eight goals. The Blue Brazil. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, but the big news, of course, in the Scottish Cup is that Hearts have been drawn against Hibs in the fourth round. Oh. To repeat of last year's final and then an 1896 final as well. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's going to be happy. BT. It's, <laughs> it's not. Uh, it's not the big news, is it? Really? Because the big news is Craig Levine's at his at his, at his chips. Craig <laughs> Levine, the Spanish archer. He's been <laughs> he's been sacked as, uh, as Scotland manager. Gordon Strachan has been uh, touted as a, pop- a possible uh, replacement. Now I went on Twitter this afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Can you believe? And and, uh, <laughs> And I asked some of you to, to suggest who you would um, uh, like to, to, to take over as Scotland manager. A number of people said Souness, Dalgleish, um, Steve Keen, Sven. Um, Pretty forward thinking. <laughs> I think was it, was Sven is Sven. clearly because this is your <laughs> yeah. Twitter feed. Craigie Brun. On the show of Craig Brown, I was uh, watching BBC News channel today. And then an interview with Craig Brown about the who he thought yep. the central tenet of the interview was who he thought would be the next Scotland manager. And I'm I, not, who he thought was the Scotland manager. <laughs> I'm not I'm making really this know. up. I'm not making this Every up. Scotsman. I'll tell you who he said. I'll, I'll genuine. This is genuine. <laughs> this is who he said in answer to the question who do you think would be the next Scottish manager. He mentioned Gordon Strachan, Billy Davis, yep. Alec McLeish, Walter Smith, Harry Redknapp, and Terry Venables. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't chuck in Craig Levine in there. Yeah, Could yeah, you yeah. imagine if Redknapp took the Scotland job? It would be amazing. <laughs> it would be <laughs> and the thing good he said fishing up there. And the thing he said something at the end like, yeah, I'll definitely come from one of that six. <laughs> oh, thanks, yeah, cheers. Cheers, Craig. Yeah. Oh, Terry Venable, why Terry Venable? <laughs> Did well, such a great job with Wembley FC. But there was, uh, there was that wasn't all the um, the people that were suggested. Uh, Chris M- Maguire on, on uh, Twitter said, "El Diego, we can offer him the lifestyle he's always lusted after." Yeah. Um, uh, to friend of the ramble, Murray James said, "Mitt Romney." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the target man said, uh, "John Sitton." 
The thing is, though, joking aside, John's sitting is genuinely disturbed. Is he? Yeah. Okay. That's Drives a cab scene now, over him. He is a crazy follow on Twitter. Oh, crazy. He's a cabbie tweeting, what do you expect? But he went off on a massive rant about Ray Lewington the other day. The obviously England, yeah. England coach. Why? <laughs> yeah, I was back in the day. Oh, oh, Ray was rubbish. He was rubbish. I had a better mark up last week. <laughs> Fifty quid solid, Charlie. It was disgusting. Yeah. We're not done. No tip. No. Um, <laughs> Gra- <laughs> Grant Wilson said Mel Gibson. Oh yeah. <laughs> Along the same lines. Yeah. <laughs> and and, uh, and a chap called Zion just simply said Elton John would be the best though. Elton that was John. all the tweet said. <laughs> the best Elton. of a bad bunch, then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, so um, there you go. That's the Scotland roundup. Marvellous so it, scenes. Well, should we not talk a bit more about Levine going? It's, a, it's you know, how do you feel about that? As somebody who lived in Scotland, because <laughs> Levine always struck me as like the most dour man. Like he. <laughs> He's so aggressive, so like sort of passive aggressive in in sort of press conferences and stuff. Like leave those pauses before answering questions and stare at the journalists and stuff. It's just like, can that possibly be a fun man to play for? No, I don't think so. But actually, what I would say to him is, I don't think he was overtly aggressive enough. I mean, if you look at someone like McLeish or um, Walter Smith, Big Walter, yeah, exactly. Mm. You know, they'd rip your head off if you weren't playing very well. Whereas Levine, I think. Many might have seen him as a soft touch. Maybe. Well, I don't but know. Then you've got the Stephen Fletcher situation. Mm. That's how you, you'd like to see in there, big Archie. Archie, yeah, and uh, Craigie Brune, Archie and Walter. Dream team. Yeah. Just hang, stick. just hang five or six months. The Liverpool job will be going begging in that further. You know, <laughs> do you think? <laughs> Hop on. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, d- I don't know. I think I think Strachan. I can't remember mates wanted soonest for some reason because they get the discipline back yeah. on the side but that's limited isn't it that only goes so far as we've seen with soonest yeah. well he it was, it was drafted on that basis at Newcastle mm, yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think they could do worse than Strachan yeah um, but it's just all kind of like you know yesterday's men isn't it it's just very kind of like oh. Sure, I mean, I think all the best Scottish managers are in the Premier League, and I mean, yeah. Steve Clark's not going to give up and his it's job. Not David be a Moyes, no. the, you're absolutely right. Moyes is not going to give up his job. Um, Alex Ferguson certainly isn't. You know, well, 26 it, years, we should say. By the way, yeah, Guardiola's going. <laughs> going where? Yeah, <laughs> going mental if he takes that job. Yeah. Hey. Well, you mentioned Guardiola. That kind of links us into the league gym. Apparently, yeah, Guardiola's okay. preferred uh, fitness coach was having a tour of several English uh, training grounds this week. Is that right? Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. But we're gone. We're not in Britain anymore. We're in the league now. Yeah. So you can forget that. He's gone as well. Gone. Um, Real Madrid beat uh, Real Zaragoza 4-0. It was Mourinho's 100th win in charge of, of Real Madrid. SEN 100th? Yeah. 100th. Exactly. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, you know what I mean. Just the just the one. It's the same thing. Yeah. Uh, Essien and Modric with their first goals for the club. Oh, Essien looked delighted to score, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. The Bison. Yeah. Um, uh, Barcelona beat Celta Vigo three one. So you know, tick those off. Real Madrid one. Barcelona one. Atletico Madrid did not. Uh-oh. I think we should genuinely have, have a rule that if we don't mention Barcelona and Real Madrid, they've won. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Just take it as red. But I think that was to, to highlight Atleti's first defeat since April the eleventh. Mm. Soldado actually stamped on Falcao's head, yeah. didn't he? For, I've never seen it a kind player. of accidentally. The word stamp is maybe harsh. Yeah. What a video goal that I to saw get the game going. Oh, it's it brilliant. Really it's like, like um, Van Basten's goal, wasn't it? Was, it was. Yeah. You know the one. Yeah, I know the one. Falcao yes. should have had about sixteen penalties in that game. <laughs> Do you know uh, Soldado's actually got like a Scottish grandmother? So there you go. Player manager. manager yeah. 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 I think he's already played for Spain. Yeah. Though. And it's not true. 
Okay. <laughs> oh, there you go. I just thought I'd do a lie. Uh, but so yeah, Atleti... Do look out for that in future. Uh, Atleti, they were going for their 14th consecutive win this season in all competitions, but they failed. Mm. So, uh, a real shame there. The other ones to lose on the continent, uh, the big result, uh, was in Serie A, where yeah, Juventus... huge. Juventus lost 3-1 at home to Inter. <sighs> um, they've gone 49 league matches unbeaten, so close to that, uh, to 50. Same as Arsenal. Exactly the same, mm. yeah. It's a shame, isn't it? I wonder mm. if they had T-shirts made like Arsenal did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But it was a derby of Italy where, where it was all stopped. Juve went one up in, in the first minute, I think, through um, Fidel. And, uh, but Diego Melito. Deadly on, Diego. He was on the prowl uh, and got a double with uh, Palacio getting a third late on. Is, how old is Melito now? He's got to be, what, 33, 34? He's moving he's, on. Yeah, he's early 30s. I'll yeah. tell you something. I love that front three of, of Cassano, Melito, and Palacio. That's cool. Mm, it's class. Three at the back, three up front. Mm. Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> they've really. They've really. Yeah, yeah. Well, they've really kicked on, haven't they? They've won they ten. In, floundering. They've won ten in all uh, uh, their last ten matches in all competitions. Stramaccioni's really good value as well. You, um, I read a really cool uh, article. Oh with, yeah, with him in it, and he and he and uh, they were and he was asked at a press conference what it was like to walk into the inter dressing room yeah. for the first time at the age of thirty six or yeah. whatever it was. He, all he had done is won the next gen series with Inter. And when he went in there, he had to go there with Cambiasso and Zanetti. Zanetti was three years older than him. Yeah. Well, obviously still is, because that's how time works. But <laughs> he was, yeah, and, and he said, um, what did they say? And uh, Stramaccioni said, they didn't say anything, but their faces said all they needed to say, which was, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Um, on uh, Diego Melita, only Cristiano Ronaldo and Lionel Messi have scored more league goals in this calendar year than him. He's mm. uh, got the same amount as Latan. So yeah, Melito. Well, uh, Paul Pogba, who's moved to Juve, yeah. has been playing extraordinarily well by yeah. all accounts, and he was left out of that game. So I don't know how much of that played a part into mm. it. You know, he's been, he, apparently Pogba's been started to be called Paul the Octopus now because he can play everywhere in midfield. Is that right? <laughs> all over the place, Predict yeah. the results. And it's, an, it's another one that sort of, I mean, well, by all accounts, he, he said he said no to Ferguson, didn't he? Pogba, so he didn't want to mm. sign another deal. He wanted to go. And if you, I know PK and Rossi have both left as well. It's a bit of a funny one because they could really do yeah, it. He's it's exactly the sort of player they're lacking yeah. in there. It's an odd one. Mm. Um, well, maybe, well, maybe as well. you know, maybe Ferguson had said, oh, "I will start playing you there this season," and he didn't buy it. Or maybe they just mm. maybe he just wants more money. It's yeah, what they do, I think he was offering an awful lot of money to go there. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I like um, I like Strong Chan. He seems decent, and I also like that that he seems to be finally after all the managers they've had post Mourinho. He seems to be the one to. Well, he seems like a proper character. Yeah, I mean, he'd be a bit back at um, some of the stuff that uh, one or two of the people upstairs at Juventus were saying towards him in the pre-match build-up uh, about his tactics, and he said, "Juve keep talking about what happened on the pitch, on the pitch, on the pitch. Well, Inter beat them on the pitch." <laughs> yeah, can't argue with that, can you? So up there, repetition up there. Um, uh, good news for the other club in Milan. Uh, Milan beat Kiev five one, mm. ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Emmanuelson, Montalivo, Bojan, El Sharawi, and uh, or Sharawi, sorry, and uh, Patsini for for Milan. Some great goals in that match. The first three were all proper long long ranges as well. I watched the highlights of this from um, AC Milan TV, where the uh, nice. the uh, you know commentator is predict- predictably sort of crazy yeah. and. Um, Kievo <laughs> actually equalised didn't they at one point it was, it they was, did it was one they were a bit unlucky that sounds mental but they yeah. looked like they were a bit unlucky yeah. <laughs> but um, he'd gone mad for the first goal and then when Kievo equalised he went <sighs> goal <laughs> <laughs> brilliant check it out <laughs> super well um, the Rossoneria are up to 7th on 14 points 8 behind Napoli in 3rd uh, who, who dropped top 3 is so, what's all about sorry aren't it well days? absolutely so well, maybe they've turned the screw or turning that screw um, let's go to France where they play in League uh, 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 League uh, uh, 
I'm very excited about Big Earn tonight. That uh, was from Alexander Perkis, so thank you for that. <laughs> Thanks. Very entertaining. <laughs> Keep them coming. Um, in Liga, uh, Paris Saint Germain lost at home to Saint Etienne, and uh, the big <laughs> moment of that game was when Ibrahimovic was sent off for a fly kick on the keeper. <sighs> it's a bit much, wasn't it? Gordon Bennett. <laughs> Left a stud imprint on his chest, on his Lydia. solar plexus. <laughs> and he had that classic, what? Yeah. Yeah. Did the keeper continue? The, did, uh, yeah, I'm not sure the keeper yeah, okay. even survived. Zatan <laughs> looks look at the ref like, yeah, I know what you mean. He got right on my fucking way. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, you doing? What do you mean I'm going off? He d- yeah, he does sort of think he he, he, sh- he should be in charge of the game. I'll decide if I get set <laughs> off yeah, or yeah, not. Yeah. And he probably shouldn't. Have, it's like the WG Grace thing, cricket back in like 100 years ago, when apparently WG Grace, who was the superstar of cricket yeah, back of in the day, was was bowled out or whatever. And the, the umpire gave him out, and apparently he strode up to the umpire and said, "These people around here." They've come to see me bat, not you officiate. Now play on. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Imagine nice. that's how doing that. But did he go off though? I think he carried on. Oh, oh my play. goodness. Wow. Yeah. My goodness. Well, um, Zlatan's agent, um, Mino uh, Raiola, uh, agrees with all this because he said recently uh, about the upcoming Ballon d'Or. Super agent Raiola. Oh, he said uh, it would become a super agent. I know, but he's got Pogba and he's got uh, Mario, Super Mario as well. You got eight like Stable. some kind of enchanted rock, I think. Yeah. yeah. Well, he said um, about uh, the Ballon d'Or and Zlatan. He said it would only be an important award if it was won by Ibrahimovic. It won't be because it is corrupt. Blatter is a demented dictator. Platini is incompetent, and they can't stop me saying so. <laughs> no one has ever tried telling me I'm wrong. They all know I'm right. I bet he looked around when he said that though yeah. and yeah, they can't yeah. stop me from doing anything <laughs> yeah. is oh, it God. when a man's that aggressive and he's in any way linked with Zlatan Ibrahimovic is it worth even bothering to tell him he's wrong you, just sort of, you <laughs> no. let him get on with it yeah, that's, true, that's true uh, also in France uh, Marseille uh, joined top of the game in hand or PSG good away win for them and Lyon are only one point off the top of the game in hand too so mm. those points dropped um, by PSG the return be. of Gorkouf at Lyon I think yeah. as well yeah it's great there. to see I've yeah done. Handsome Gokouf. Get him in there. Right, let's quickly go to uh, South America, uh, to Brazil, where Neymar scored a hat-trick uh, away against Cruzeiro in the Brazilian Championship and was given a standing ovation by the home fans. Mm. And uh, Sorry, uh, Neymar and Santos were away yeah, from home. Yeah, can you remember Rodinho getting that from the Real Madrid fans? Real Madrid fans, yeah. absolutely. But the, the, the fans of Cruzeiro, um, being the home fans, of course, chanted his name and applauded him off the pitch, uh, according to reports. And Neymar said he was quite overcome by the whole experience. I think Pompey fans did that to Thierry Henry. Yeah, they did, well. yeah. But Chanted his name? Yeah, I think Arsenal smashed us about five. At That's Brandon right, Park. I think it was 5-1. And he came and Henri came back out and applauded the fans. Just mm. six I'd have rather won the game, yeah. personally. <laughs> but it was a nice consolation. 11th yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. Teddy got one at the end, I think it was. Yeah, he did, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but it is, I mean, it's incredible, isn't it, Neymar? I, he will inevitably move to Europe. and We've been we will be, five seasons. Yeah, yeah. true. <laughs> but we will be in for a treat because he is magnificent. Well, apparently the... Um, we, we did a ramble paradox on the website which is yes. uh, through Joel Richards and Rupert Fry who answer your questions about South American football not your questions the listeners questions yes. and uh, they said the idea is that Neymar will stay in Brazil hopefully they want him to stay till just after the World Cup in yeah. Brazil mm. but the fact of the matter is because of all the outside investment in Brazilian football at the moment apparently the club Santos are only paying 10% of his wages yeah. right. 90% has been picked up by sponsors and this is, this is not just Neymar by any stretch is no. it? this is becoming no, a norm yeah, yeah. because Brazil's economy is really really healthy now yeah. this is a good chance for them to actually sort of you know well, make a play players back as well yeah that's right. exactly I mean Sadov's gone out there and you're hearing players linked to, even players like Florian Maluda being hit, linked with you know moves to Brazil because it's, it's becoming a sort yeah. of viable yeah. option yeah. Clarence Big Clarence well, said, yeah, yeah. Um, Barcelona have apparently also uh, Balagay was saying Guillaume Balagay was saying that Barcelona have made a £10 million down payment on Neymar as well mm. but everyone's denying it the, the payment's definitely happened but everyone's denying what it's for and Neymar stuff. and Messi 
Yeah. Horrifying idea. Mm-hmm. Right, we're going to do Pete's game after this. Good news, Ramblers. We have a betting partner. And our betting partner, William Hill, are offering to match any sporting bet from £10 to £25 when you, a listener to the Football Ramble, open a new William Hill sports account. Go to thefootballramble.com slash William Hill to find out more and claim your free bet now. <clears throat> Stop. <laughs> no chance. Naughty boy. You are a very dirty naughty boy. That was amazing. That was class. <clears throat> Press silence, please. Four. Have I got FC Dunaf Ruse for you? <laughs> <laughs> Right. From Bulgaria. <laughs> <laughs> Football club fans. Um, my middle name is Maria. Mm. Jimmy, you're not allowed to answer the first question. Stop. <laughs> yeah. Stop. Hernan Crespo. No. My first, my first club was Volendam. Mm. Volendam. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, I get the picture. Ooh. Yeah, alright. Alright. My first name... Is Wilhelmus? I thought that was going to be it. <laughs> Fingers on the buzzers. So did I actually. Mm. Shouldn't really put it this early, but you know, did it anyway. Is it Wilhelmus Maria Cantonal? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, stop. <laughs> I scored in the same game as uh, Nicholas Alexanderson, if you remember him, in a 3 1 win against Man United in 1999. Oh. If you remember that game. <laughs> Nobody does. Stop. Is it Reggie Blinker? No. We already know two of his names, and that's what's throwing <laughs> No, me. but I thought that might have been a nickname. Then, like, if he had a few names. Right. Yeah. If I had a few names. Um, I went to Chef Wed for two and a half million in 98. Chef Wed? Is this from Football Manager? <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Benito Carbone? No. <laughs> I couldn't think of a Chef Wed's player. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> Vim Yonk Vim Yonk oh! Yes oh, Get in there Give me some A clause in my Sheffield Wednesday contract Meant that I was entitled To five grand Every time I was injured For a game <laughs> <laughs> I was in the same PSV side That featured the best Ronaldo And I'm currently A youth team coach At Ajax I do believe A Vim Yonk You can imagine Redknapp Putting that clause in And just kneecapping him Every week Wilhelmus Maria Yonk Excellent stuff Should I have an email Let's have an email. Oh, oh, before I uh, move on to the emails, I should say thank you to everyone who entered the uh, Savile Row scarf competition. Bloody good um, scarves. Yeah, John uh, Carsno is the winner. So John, the oh, scarf. Johnny Boy. Well done, John. We'll get in touch with you um, and, and send it, send it over to you. You're an, he's an Aberdeen fan, apparently. Yeah, and oh, he, right. he's going to have one warm neck. Yeah, yeah he oh, he's so he's enjoying Craigie Bruin's work. Exactly. Apparently, he's not. Okay, <laughs> 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 Hence, he wins the scarf. Um, right, yeah, shall I do an email? Yeah, go on. Mm. Watch your fellas. Uh, imagine my delight the day after I bought my 15 to 1 t shirt, available at footbrown.com, mm-hmm. uh, to discover that Eddie Howe's replacement at Burnley, Sean Dykes, has, imp- has appointed Ian Warren as his assistant. <laughs> <laughs> Did my purchase inspire the decision? If so, I'm hoping that my other purchase, the What Would Zatan Do t shirt, may result in the arrival of Paris Kung Fu Finest <laughs> and Turf Moor. <laughs> Thanks, Dave Shorrock. Love it. Mm. Awesome. Is that all the emails? Because I've got one if you want to. Uh, do one. No, I'll do, oh, one. I'll do one. This was sent to my personal account. Ooh. You'll see why in just a moment. Um, <laughs> this is from uh, it's AGS, so Arga R A Khan. I do believe that's how you pronounce the uh, first name. I'm very lonely and have seen your YouTube clips and listened to your banterific shows. I desperately want a piece of your banterific pie. The chemistry between you and your ramble friends seem effortless. Can I be the missing ingredient that turns your scrambled egg and beans into scrambled egg, beans, toast, and a fried tomato? I just want to be long. Is that too much to ask? Banter, banter, banter. Bantosaurus Rex. Bantagnificance. 
Bantor, Bantaman, Bantapatite, Bantadonna. I am slightly medicated at present, but don't let that worry you. I'm sad, not mad crazy. And who says happiness is the point of life anyway? Your listener, fan, friend, hype man, benchwarmer, RK. Wow, like yeah, you, definitely, you definitely pick him. I've well, never had an email like that. No, the subject, well, the subject line did say, um, "Can I be your friend?" And thinking about it, it's probably the the one of the better adjusted ones, to be quite frank. So yeah, so yes. I presume you're meeting him at some point. If yeah. you any more emails like that, do direct them to Pete. By the sounds of it, they are. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> the well, system well, works. Yeah. <laughs> right, it's profile time, ladies and gentlemen. And we have uh, an English legend, one of the great entertainers in British football history. It's Len Shackleton. Mm. Mm, indeed. The Clown Prince, Marcus. The Clown Prince. He was born on the 3rd of May, 1922. Oh, 45 years before the Summer of Love. Dem Summers. Um, <laughs> people who keep asking me what the Summer of Love means on Twitter, if you don't know, you don't Google understand. It. Mm. You don't understand. Give, give it a wee Google. Mm. I don't know what they're saying. What does it mean? You've got the internet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Somebody recently emailed us to ask us what our connection to Jurassic Park is, just because <laughs> yeah. we talk about it a lot. How long have you got? We Let just talk go. about it a lot. I yeah. thought you were director of photography, Jim. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was in the raptor suit. <laughs> oh, dear. That was Jeff Goldblum. Um, uh, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Could be worse. Um, so, Len Shackleton, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Um, uh, if you don't know anything about the man, I'll start off with a quote. I used to go out there to enjoy the game. This is what clowns do to provide the entertainment. I wasn't as good as a competitor as I might have been. Results weren't too important to me. I just used to go out there and enjoy it. That was what it was all about for me. Love that. <laughs> Absolutely yeah. love that. Yeah. Um, he was an inside forward. And uh, uh, he, he um, showed early on what a, a fantastic footballing talent he had. He was uh, brought up in Bradford uh, in, in uh, Yorkshire. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, his parents couldn't afford football boots, so he uh, remembered. Um, as we couldn't afford football boots, my uncle John bought some studs and hammered them into an old pair of shoes. Yeah, and apparently later on in his career, he used to prefer. He had like quite odd shaped feet. Yeah, and he used to prefer wearing rugby boots. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah. the old uh, the old ones. Apparently, yeah, incredible. Mm. Um, he, in, interesting story in terms of footwear. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, he was snapped up by Arsenal when he was just a teenager which was quite a big move um, <laughs> way back then from, from Yorkshire down to London and he was also playing for England schoolboys but he wasn't ar at Arsenal um, very long clashed a few times with manager George Allison because um, Shackleton was quite an outspoken guy and, and very much about himself as and, I'm sure and also if you guys, I'm not sure if you guys have noticed this but back in the day like around that sort of era no matter how old people were they always looked really old yeah, but Len Shackleton looked about fifty in every photo <laughs> yeah, I've seen. Yeah, seventeen. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was told by Allison that he was too slight in build and not good enough to become a professional footballer. And he was, he was really also mean. your feet are bleeding because of the <laughs> studs. Are they nails <laughs> in your feet? <laughs> and Allison was a bit nasty as well because before he went, uh, as he said all this to him, he invited him into his office, and it was um, you know in the thirties. And Allison went, "Oi, um, see that? That's a TV over there." <laughs> and uh, he basically was showing off that he had a television and Shackleton now on there there's only two channels <laughs> yeah. I still do that in Pompey is that right <laughs> yeah yeah but Shackleton was like you know he, he knew we didn't have TV up there and all this sort of stuff and <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, really nasty that's cool that's funny yeah so um, uh, Shackleton got a job with uh, London Paper Mills but um, returned to Yorkshire soon after where he would sign uh, and play for Bradford Park Avenue in the wartime league uh, during the 40s while working in the mines as a part of the war effort he scored over 160 goals for Brad uh, Bradford Park Avenue and in 1946 earned the first of his few international caps against Scotland at Hampden Park yeah it's funny because uh, I've, I've read a book called The Footballer Who Could Fly by Duncan Hamilton which is really good and he talks about <clears throat> the, the sort of main fibre of the book is that 
it's all the players that the author's father introduced him to over the yeah. years and one of them is Len Shackleton and he quotes a great uh, quote from a because uh, back in those days before mm. uh, before I think once Walter Winterbottom might have been the first England manager to actually yeah, pick the team right, yeah. before that it was a board it, of selectors it, yeah. and apparently there was a, a newspaper guy who, uh, who interviewed one of the selectors <laughs> and said um, why isn't Shackleton in the England team more often and apparently the reply was because we play at Wembley Stadium not the London Palladium yeah <laughs> He was a complete showman. Yeah. Was, was, was Shackleton um, a teammate of his uh, actor Bradford PA was Ron Greenwood, who summed up whole Shack by uh, saying he was a showman, a crowd pleaser, a character who was larger than life. Some of the things he did had nothing to do with the winning or losing of a game, but the crowd <laughs> loved him. Um, uh, unbelievable skill uh, he had. Did, did Shackleton? Apparently, he could put enough spin on some passes that the ball like, almost returned to him and stuff like that. that, that the sort of spinning passes. And those pitches were dreadful. Well, yeah, the magic yeah, and the boots. balls as well would have been yeah. rock hard. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Imagine his boot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, he, he spent six seasons playing for Bradford PA and then Shackleton joined Newcastle United for £13,000 which was a lot of money back then he had a fantastic debut against Newport County where he scored six goals in a 13-0 win um, which might still be the biggest uh, joint biggest league win in, in English history um, during that game he did one of his famous um, bounce the ball back off the corner flag tricks to outfox an opposing defender apparently he did that a few times like knocking the ball but the ball the was heavy and yeah. the corner flags uh, they were probably made of like jagged steel yeah, <laughs> yeah. But this is how good he was the yeah. scaffolding poles stuck in the ground <laughs> the stories about some of the stuff he did at Newcastle were um, from what I've read were he would yeah. wait he'd sit on the ball yeah. and wait for the defender to come yeah. here he would uh, he would also uh, mime like looking at his watch all the time as well. Yeah, that, I think that was. And pretend was a to few... smoke like like a pipe and smoke it. And That's stuff. right. Yeah. Well, there was a story. I'm not sure if this was for Newcastle or Sunderland because he moved there after, where he had a um, I think it was for Sunderland. He had a penalty against uh, Manchester City, and Frank Swift, Swift was in goal. He was a very good keeper, and Shackleton walked all the way back to near the halfway line and then ran at the ball like a flipping runaway freight train and swung at the ball and Swift dived. But Shackleton hadn't touched the ball, turned and backheeled it into the net. It's <laughs> <laughs> superb. And Frank Swift got up and, and ran over and hugged him. He said it was, it was superb stuff. Absolutely. Shouted the C word into his ears. <laughs> that is gentlemanly. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's very difficult to find like, video footage of him. I've seen one little like, sort of 15 second clip of him go around the keeper and score it. Yeah. Um, but this, the trademark trick he used to do was apparently go right up by the touchline yeah. and he'd pretend to be like st- staggering forward and falling over wait for the defender to wait for him to fall over to step off and he'd just express pace it past him <laughs> but he'd also apparently he would do it to see if the linesman would like to go to put the ball out of play and see if the linesman would start putting his flag up or not like goading one of the officials <laughs> superb um, it's like you know when you you get really good at a computer game a double <laughs> computer game and you get bored of winning yeah. so you just start doing stupid stuff yeah. like that <laughs> it's like out. he did that in real life yeah and, but, and, and back then as well you know, <laughs> when, the, when the boots and the ball and the pitch and all the rest of it were the pitches were really bad like, like yeah. dreadfully bad like mm. a, a bog yeah. from the video footage I've seen well yeah, he absolutely dazzled the crowds at Newcastle but fell out with the border over a number of matters um, and, he, and he handed in a transfer request the board did fail to give him five, a £500 signing on fee which they had agreed with him now bearing in mind his wages before Bradford Pier were £8 a week it's a lot of money that they that oh, um, yeah, he wasn't. He, he had his eyes on a clown car. He did. Where the doors fall off. Flower that spreads water. <laughs> Loads <laughs> of other clowns to follow him out. Ooh, <laughs> how are there so many of them in that small car? 
He, mo- <laughs> <laughs> he moved to Sunderland for just over £20,000. Uh, and while at Sunderland, he was there for about 10 years, scoring 101 goals in 348 games. There's Sunderland's a, post-war goal-scoring record. There's a brilliant quote from him around this time when uh, he's talking about Newcastle. He says, um, when it comes to Newcastle, I'm not biased. I don't mind who beats them. In your face, Donaldson. Yeah, Pete. Yeah, take it. Before you're even born. He got the... 9-1! Uh, <laughs> 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 um, in a 4-1 win against Arsenal at Roker Park, there was a goal-mouth scramble and it ended with Shackleton with his foot on the ball on the goal line looking at the Arsenal keeper George Swindon saying come on George it's not in yet <laughs> <laughs> the keeper's trying to get is that the one where he flicks he up and, and juggled it all the way back to the centre side yeah, no, he, he didn't even put it in the keeper jumped over to him apparently he even rolls it to his teammate who taps it in <laughs> <laughs> so what <fun>. a twat <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, oh man <laughs> Stop fitting yourself Yeah Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely um, uh, Like you said Luke He, he only had five caps um, For England I'm not surprised uh, Imagine <laughs> doing that for England <laughs> um, Walter Winterbottom said If only Len would come Halfway to meet The needs of the team There wouldn't be many To touch him <laughs> He's like No I'm not having that Yeah yeah He did have a great moment For England at Wembley <laughs> When they beat uh, The then world champions West Germany Beaten 3-1 and he scored a lovely chip over the keeper and, and the crowd at Wembley were absolutely loving it because it's funny when Winterbottom talks about this he's like well the trouble is you know he, he just didn't do this and he wouldn't do that and blah 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 um, but then goes oh but the crowd did love it <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of precursor to Jimmy Bullard times a million yeah, yeah. Um, but like loads better yeah like exactly loads better retired any Bullard it's a shame yeah, we didn't yeah. mention it no. god bless you Jimmy uh, in the 50s he, uh, while he was still playing um Shackleton published his autobiography entitled uh, The Clown Prince of Soccer which was unheard of back then I mean footballers with autobiographies while they were still playing and there's a famous chapter in the book called The Average Director's Knowledge of Football and it consists of one blank page <laughs> oh bashment um, he retired from football in 1957 injured his ankle in the first game of that season and, and never played again uh, and then went on to work as a football journalist for the Daily Express and, and the People and in the year 2000 he finished his second autobiography The Return of the Crown Prince um, what had he been doing in between the time <laughs> yeah, to put in it true <laughs> um, uh, sadly though only, only after a few days uh, after its publication uh, he died at the age of 78 suffering a heart attack mm. um, but the, I did like what it said in the Telegraph's obituary of the man uh, when it stated he liked to point out that he was primarily an entertainer and an artist rather than anything so prosaic as a striker and in comes Dan gentlemen Right, ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of the football ramble this week. I think it's the end. I think we can hear an alarm outside, so we better go. <laughs> it's the banter um, alarm, Marcus. <laughs> it is. Um, if you want to get in touch, the email address is show at thefootballramble.com, Twitter is at footballramble, and the website is thefootballramble.com. Yeah, and we just announced details of the, of the now traditional annual ramble Christmas drinks. This yeah. Year, Saturday the 15th of December at the King's Arms, usual place. Uh, Show at thefootballramble.com with your name if you want to come, or just click attending on the Facebook event. Facebook.com forward slash footballramble. There you go. Right. Yeah. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye, Jim. Say goodbye, Pete. Goodbye. And goodbye, Luke. See you later. And we'll see you next time, gang. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.